Stick this in your ear. The number one, the number one internet shock radio network. Shock me, shock me, shock me with that deviant behavior. Renegade, Renegade Talk Radio. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. The official way to immigrate into the United States is very similar to most countries. File an immigrant petition with the government and upon approval, apply for a visa. You will then have to maintain a productive status for several years if you want to consider citizenship. But there is a new system now in place. This new system is not official, nor is it legal. And it's being done by thousands of government employees who have sworn an oath to uphold the U.S. Constitution. And yet, here they all are, submitting to the United Nations agenda and committing treason. On the Mexico side, Mexican immigration officers lead crowds of people to crossing points at the border. On the American side, government workers wait for the cover of darkness, and in the middle of the night, federal employees begin processing the large crowd with mobile devices. Middle schools are used as processing centers. Buses are backed in past the media as Border Patrol use government vehicles to try blocking the cameras from filming the migrants being loaded on board and brought into the country. The migrants are given mobile phones as a digital form of ID, bus tickets, debit cards, and court dates set four years from now. There are no checks or balances in this new de facto immigration system, and it's turning thousands of government workers into traitors to their own country. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. All right, folks, and of course, you can always find Reese reports at band.video and infowars.com. This is the American Journal. Thank you so much for being here with us. Yes, the invasion continues, and we'll be covering that. If you want to share that video, it's called Government Workers Betray Constitutional Oath and Submit to United Nations Agenda. Just the, just the latest in this very long trend of government employees, people at the heads of government, not doing what their voters want or is in their best interest, but rather doing the bidding of unelected international groups. We'll be talking about all of that today, of course – Kind of not the not the most busy weekend news wise, other than the you know full on invasion at the southern border, and the talk of white supremacy all over the place, and the massive bombing of a Ukrainian ammunitions depot the second this month, massive explosion caught on video. We'll show you that a little bit later. So we still have a lot to talk about today. We'll be getting into all of it. Of course, taking your phone calls as well. Hope everybody had a good Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. You know, Mother's Day is one of those things. I don't even know how to explain this, but, you know, there's this process that you go through of like awakening to scams in your life. 
I think some people like go a little bit too far off the rails. Like I like Mother's Day and Father's Day is kind of like one of these examples where like as a little kid, you're just like, it's a holiday. It's Mother's Day and Father's Day. This is normal because I don't know anything different. You get a little older and you're like, oh, that was invented by the uh, greeting card companies. They they invented holidays to sell greeting cards. It was all just to make money. That's kind of that's kind of weird. And then I guess you, you know, you move on from that. Like it reminds me of like when you grow up and you hear George Washington chop down a cherry tree and said, I well, cannot lie. I didn't chop down a cherry tree. And you think that's true. And then you get a little older and you're like, oh, that, that was probably just a story they told us because they wanted us to sort of like revere our founding fathers. And so you realize it's a lie. But you realize that it's not a bad lie. It's not a horrible lie. It wouldn't have been nice to grow up in a country where the corporate masters create a holiday to celebrate the family rather than destroy it it's kind of topsy-turvy these days we'll get into how to deal with it later it's monday may 15th year of our lord 2023 and you're listening to the american journal with your host harrison smith Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time to blow this thing. Get All right, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the American Journal. I'm your host, Harrison Smith, Infowars.com, band.video. We do have a lot to talk about today. Obviously, the invasion. Talking about the threat of white supremacy. Does it exist? Is it a figment of demented imaginations? There's also a lot of international elections going on, the Turkey election still to be decided, going to a runoff at this point. The Thai election appears to have been a sweeping victory for pro-U.S. anti-China candidates. We'll be getting into some of that as well. And, of course, taking your phone calls throughout the show. Well, let's begin today, as we always do, with our Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Monday, the 15th of May, 2023. This weekend, a massive uh, Russian strike on a Ukrainian ammo depot destroyed depleted uranium tank shells. Massive explosion disperses radioactive particles into atmosphere. Russian forces, forces launched an air and missile raid in West Ukraine over the weekend, striking an ammunition depot that caused a gargantuan explosion at the site. We actually have a couple videos of this captured various angles just a unbelievably massive explosion probably the largest one ever caught on tape not that's non-nuclear though obviously there was nuclear components to this it wasn't a nuclear bomb but you can see just the unbelievable size of this ordnance explosion of course this exact same thing almost happened last week it appears as though the russians have identified and are now eliminating massive weapons caches of the Ukrainians. Some reports say that $500 million worth of ammunition went up in smoke with that one bombing. Thank goodness that is but a small percentage that we've sent them. <laughs> uh, we, have another, we have another closer video of that as well, clip number 10 here. The video of the explosion in Ternopil will probably go down in the annals of military history. And clip 10, we can watch the uh, closer up version of this. And again, you just see the Massive fireball rising into the sky. That's just the latest out of Ukraine. Some 
minor changes there. Zelensky went on a big talking tour this weekend talking about how they were going to retake Crimea. They're just on the cusp of the real counteroffensive after the last one failed. Meanwhile, here in America, New York hotels are evicting veterans to house migrants. Twenty homeless veterans were kicked out of hotels in Newburgh, uh, Newburgh, New York, where they'd been given temporary shelter in order to make way for illegal immigrants bussed north from New York City. Veterans advocates told local media on Friday, listing outrage from across the political spectrum. Okay, across the political spectrum. And we'll show you a video a little bit later of citizens in Chicago complaining about what they voted for also. It's just weird. It's weird that it's like everybody's mad at this. Everybody gets angry and gets up in arms when this comes to their neighborhood, but half of them voted for it. Like outrage is coming from both sides of the spectrum, political spectrum, but one side is outraged because they're like, we never wanted this, and now you know, you people voted for it. And now there's illegal immigrants that are kicking our homeless veterans out of hotels as if this is the only place this is happening. It's literally happening across the country. There were reports last year, the year before, not just homeless veterans, but orphans. Orphans being kicked out of orphanages because it's more profitable to bring in the illegal immigrants. See, there's so much money, tax money and NGO money poured into the invasion of America, poured into this military escapade. It's destroying our country that – you know, you can get a, a better chunk of change for looking after the, I don't know, Hondurans that have scrambled across the border rather than looking after veterans or uh, children whose parents have died. Now, they come second because our priorities are just that whacked out. But, you know, half the, half the people are like, you know, mad because they didn't vote for it. And now we're seeing the outcome of the policy they opposed. The other half voted for this you don't get to be outraged you don't get to be angry at this you don't get to now all of a sudden that it's affecting you suddenly you know feel injured by this you voted for it it's your fault okay you punched yourself in the face and then complained about a black eye shut up vote different next time stop voting for the destruction of our country and our country won't get destroyed is this complicated Meanwhile, San Diego Border Patrol agents arrest Afghan national on the FBI's terror watch list after crossing the border illegally. So, so far in the last four days, we've had at least one explosive device and now one terrorist arrested at the border. On Wednesday, Border Patrol agents in San Diego arrested an Afghan national who's on the FBI's terror watch list. He'd illegally crossed with a group of migrants near Ote Mesa, California, according to Fox News correspondent Bill Malugin. And again, we'll get into this a little bit later, but, you know, you have to wonder how many they're not catching. Biden, meanwhile, blasted for calling white supremacy the most dangerous terrorist threat at a college speech, quote, pure evil. I mean, this is completely bonkers, tweeted Outkick's outkick.com's clay travis conservative twitter users ripped president joe biden for claiming that white supremacy is the most dangerous terrorist threat in america during a commencement address at howard university this weekend critics accused biden of using the opportunity to inflame racial tensions in the united states because of course she i mean has he ever missed an opportunity for this i mean goes to an all-black college and it's just like don't worry folks i hate white people too 
don't we, I know there's no evidence or statistics or examples I can point to of white supremacy being a massive, the number one terrorist threat threat to the country. But I know that this plays into the racial divide that we are exacerbating and taking advantage of. So yeah, it's a normal weekend in America. Normal, just the president of the United States demonizing half of, well, more than half, the majority population of the country just to be expected in this cuckold world. It's just outrageous. We'll show you the clip a little bit later. Of course, the audience exploding in applause. Just like cheer, just cheering the hateful lie, just cheering the blood libel against white people because that's to be expected. But out of sheer coincidence, white supremacy group Patriot Front March on Washington, D.C. The white supremacy group Patriot Front March on Washington, D.C., drumming and chanting life, liberty, and victory just weeks after protesting devil-worshipping convention SatanCon. This is a, a, a rollicking conversation on Twitter about whether these guys are feds or not. I still stand by my contention that I don't, I don't see feds here. I don't. I get it. They're wearing masks, and they're not fat. I understand. I can see that. They're wearing khakis. I, I understand that. I don't think wearing khakis makes you a fed. I also don't think feds participate in peaceful organization of right-wing people. I just they, – they don't. They infiltrate peaceful groups and try to make them violent. They send agents, undercover agents, to Catholic churches to try to sniff around to see if there's any hate thoughts going on around there. Like we know how the FBI operates. We know that they carry out honeypots and infiltrations and all sorts of schemes to try to, you know, stop conservatives from, you know, actually expressing their First Amendment. I just don't see the hallmarks of that on this group, but. I know most people do, so we'll probably take your calls on that topic, or I imagine people will call in about that topic when we open phone lines a little bit later in the show. But again, it's like, you know, people are pointing this as like, why'd they march on the, somebody on Twitter asked like, what's, what are the odds that on the same day that Biden talks about white supremacy being a giant threat, you have this white nationalist group marching on DC and it's like, well, Biden gives that speech every weekend, so pretty good. The odds are pretty good, actually, that a Democrat politician will be hate-mongering against white people any day of the week. I mean, it's, you know, you do a march, some some, some Democrat somewhere is spreading blood libel hatred against white people. So it's, it's actually not that rare <laughs> that these two events would correspond. Uh, but also, is the biggest wet, uh, threat to white supremacy the terrorists? Uh, peacefully marching and not hurting anyone. I mean, it sort of destroys his argument. InfoWars is known for being tomorrow's news today. InfoWars is known for having 98% accuracy on average. InfoWars is known as being a game changer, and our products are not any different. Two amazing products that I really want you to try if you've never tried them, or if you've been a regular buyer of them, they've been sold out for a long time, they're back in stock, I want to remind you you are now back in stock, are the Real Red Pill Plus and Ultimate Bone Broth. I don't have time in 60 seconds to tell you about all the ingredients, but believe me, you want to go research. You want to go check out Real Red Pill Plus and Ultimate Bone Broth back in stock, but they're selling out quick. 
And despite the fact they're selling out, they're both discounted. In fact, Real Red Pill Plus is 40% off right now. But in a week or so, it's going to go back to full price because it's about to sell out. This is your chance to experience Real Red Pill Plus and Ultimate Bone Broth exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com or by calling toll-free 888-253-3139. Thank you for your support. Iodine is naturally acquired through the soil, which is at the foundation of our entire food supply. Modern farming techniques have stripped the soil of this essential trace element, which has caused an iodine deficiency in about half the population. And there are two things we need to do about it. We need to practice more regenerative farming. There are plenty of proven technologies in permaculture and biodynamics that will naturally keep the soil rich with iodine. And we need to ensure that we get the sufficient amount of iodine every day. Derived from ancient sea salts found thousands of feet below the Earth's surface, our InfoWars Life Survival Shield X3 is hands down the best. Pure nascent iodine, stabilized in an activated tri-iodine form for a healthy thyroid and a healthy metabolism. Get yours now at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, folks, welcome back. This is The American Journal, Infowars.com, band.video. There's a full-on war for the fate of humanity being waged at every level. hope to awaken enough people to the reality of the situation it seems like the job should be easy but again we've we've crossed over this threshold i think so i was trying to think of how to explain this bilderberg is a good example right you've got this group of people at the very top of our society that have gained power through manipulation, subversion, in-group preference, just benefiting their friends. And their ultimate goal is creating a one-world, centralized, unelected government from which there is no escape. In fact, one of my uh, – I forgot my mouse. One of my um, tweets about this, like just somebody must have retweeted or something because it started getting more attention. I think I can explain. I think I can explain the whole scope of the situation – But Bilderberg is a good example because for a very long time, the mainstream media said the Bilderberg group did not exist. It was a crazy conspiracy theory. It didn't happen. wasn't a thing. Anybody talking about it was, again, a conspiracy theorist, a nutcase, a dangerous person, you know, smearing these lovely billionaires. How dare they? Eh, The Bohemian Grove group would be another thing like that, where for decades these confabs operated in total secrecy under a shroud of shadow and then they were exposed they have been exposed the internet at least gave us that in the time before it was censored you actually were able to get this information out and so they changed their tactics they went from no bilderberg doesn't exist that's crazy no bohemian grove isn't isn't a creepy cult thing it's just like a picnic that elites have it's a nice picnic party 
then people like Alex Jones expose it to everybody, video the cremation of care ceremony, mock human sacrifice carried out in very serious atmosphere by these people or goes to the Bilderberg group and actually catches these politicians and royal family members going into this meeting to set policy outside of the overview of their citizens and the citizen-run government. And so they changed their tactics and they said, yeah, it is true. We are doing that. We are getting – but it's because we're such – it's because we're so good. It's because we're such good and loving people. So now you have things like the World Economic Forum with a YouTube channel. You have Bilderberg publishing their you know, minutes saying here's, here's the meetings that we're doing today. So again, we've crossed this threshold where everybody knows this is happening now. Somehow – it baffles me, but somehow they've convinced the people of the world that yes, these – globalist organizations do exist they are happening they are making a global government but it's because they're so good and it's for the benefit of everyone so it's like we we have this weird position to occupy where it's like we have to try to explain that the billionaire scumbag vampires aren't on your side like the plans that they have that are open and, and acknowledged and announced by everybody for digital currency and digital ID and tracking systems and AI replacement of your job and massive demographic reorganization to better fit their economic model. Like the, we have to convince you that's bad for you. We have to convince you to stand up against these scumbags, like against these people that we actually have by orders of magnitude more people than them. And we could overpower them politically. We could defeat them if you just were aware of what they were doing and stood up against it. And we have to try to convince you of this? Okay. It's like it's literally a more difficult problem to have. Like how it's more difficult to deal with the lies that we're dealing with now, even though they're more outrageous. Right? The lies that conspiracy theorists used to have to deal with were like there are weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. There weren't. There never were. And we got called conspiracy theorists for saying that the entire time. But at least it was a believable lie. At least it was something that you could show some evidence for, even if it was falsified, even if it was out of date. You could, you could believe that Iraq had weapons of mass destruction. There's nothing outrageous about that. There's nothing illogical about that, that assertion. So, like why is it that it's, it's easier to make that argument? It's easier to argue against the lie of weapons of mass destruction than it is to argue with the lies that we're contending with currently, which are there's no difference between men and women, right? Just these outrageous, ridiculous lies that are just bald on their face absurdities. The border is secure, right? It's, it's somehow harder to contend with these blatant, open, ridiculous lies than it is to deal with ones that are semi-believable, just like it's harder to convince people to fight back against the billionaires now that everybody knows what they're doing. It's sort of contradictory, but it's true, and it's very bizarre, extremely bizarre. So Lewis Yu on Twitter ran a poll where he put, he put forward four uh, different assertions by Alex Jones, Trump, Nick Fuentes, and James Lindy. 
So he says, James Lindy, communists are destroying the world. Alex Jones, WEF is destroying the world. Trump, China is destroying the world. Nick Fuentes, Israel and Jewish lobby are destroying the world. Which do you think? So my answer to this is this. I think I can explain. The ultimate goal is a closed system of permanent castes in which revolt against the ruling order is impossible. Communists, the James Lindy suggestion, uh, Lindsay suggestion is uh, communists. Communists are the foot soldiers used to tear down the current system so a new one can be built, economic and moral system. Right? They're the useful idiots. They're the foot soldiers. They're the fire that's being set in order to bring about the total reorganization. And you can look at somewhere like China, which while it's communist in nature, communist in you know, technically communist, extremely capitalist, right? Working hand in hand with capitalists in the United States, like there's nothing about China that would be desirable for the current crop of communists in the United States, right? The rainbow flag wearing Antifa black mass psychopaths, like you know what you know what China does not like and does not tolerate homosexuality. Black people, minorities, immigration, like nothing they believe actually is available in China, but it's a communist system. So, you know, they're useful idiots. They're being used to destroy a system so a new one can come in and they'll tell them whatever they need to tell them to get them on their side. Like the people in power will tell the little communist foot soldiers whatever they need to to get them activated, to get them to destroy the place, and then they'll impose whatever the hell they want regardless of what the foot soldiers Wanted. Anyway, communists are the foot soldiers used to tear down the current system. China is already operating in the closed system and is being used to refine and export it. You, can you imagine a revolution happening in China? It's impossible. It's literally impossible at this point without some massive exterior influence, without some you know, massive collapse. Nobody in China will ever be capable of building the momentum to overthrow the communist government, even in a small regard. Look at what happened in Hong Kong when they had protests. It got destroyed. We'll continue on the other side. Stay with us. Just weeks ago, I warned the world that the globalists were going to move against Tucker Carlson and take him off the air. People said, no way, he's the most popular that ever happened. They've got quadrillions in stolen money. They only had Tucker Carlson on the air because they believe they could control him. But as soon as they figured out they couldn't, he was taken off the air. It's the same thing with InfoWars. But InfoWars is not owned by Fox or controlled by George Soros or owned by Spotify like Joe Rogan. We are only beholden to our viewers and our listeners. And when you support us, we're unstoppable. I'm not underwritten by Rupert Murdoch or by George Soros. I'm underwritten by you, which is we the people. So I want to thank you for your support and encourage viewers and listeners to understand Please don't take InfoWars for granted. We're barely hanging on. We need your word of mouth, your prayer, and your financial support while getting great products at the same time at InfoWarsStore.com. So don't procrastinate. Go to InfoWarsStore.com, get amazing products that keep us on the air, and never submit to these tyrants. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. This is the American Journal. 
taking a, a bird's eye view right now. The question at hand is, who's really destroying the world? Is it the communist? Is it the Chinese? Is it the Jews? Is it the World Economic Forum? Who could it be? You can only choose one. That's the elementary way of looking at this when the reality is there's shades of gray on every level. But again, this was the poll on Twitter. Who, who do you think it is? Communists are destroying the world. WEF is destroying the world, according to Alex Jones. China is destroying the world, according to uh, Trump. And according to Nick Fuentes, Israel and the Jewish lobby is destroying the world. My answer to this is that the ultimate goal is a closed system of permanent castes in which revolt against the ruling order is impossible. Communists are the foot soldiers used to tear down the current system so a new one can be built. That's an economic and the moral system. China is already operating in the closed system, and it's being used to refine and export it. Israel is the planned world government capital where the historically Jewish banking dynasties will occupy the top caste, top ruling caste. But the WEF is the organizing superstructure that's being used to orchestrate the transition by coordinating corporate, governmental, academic, and media responses to manufactured crisis. So they're all right. They're all right, and they're all wrong, right? Because the other thing to consider in this is that when you say China is doing this, of course you mean the Chinese Communist Party who – I don't think I need to tell you, is ready and willing to just brutalize their own people to absurd degrees. Are we blaming the you know, factory worker that was picked up off a farm somewhere in rural China and kept in an open-air cage with suicide nets being tracked continuously? Are they at fault for this? Well, not really. I mean the system is, is a closed, permanent, revolution-proof system. I really think about it. What's necessary for a revolution to take place? You have to have the organizations. You have to have the sentiment being expressed in the first place. And it has to reach a tipping point. It has to, it has to snowball. It has to get bigger. It has to reach critical mass. Yeah, it has to reach critical mass. Exactly. So you might have one or two people in China you know, start to really express meaningful opposition to the Chinese government, but they'll be shut down immediately. Their credit score will tank, so no one will want to associate with them in fear of their credit score, social credit score going down. So it just – it gets nipped in the bud no matter what. And look at the Hong Kong. I mean Hong Kong was roiled in protest for months and months. That one was that, 2019? Snuffed out, gone. It's over, right? And that was one place that still had – because of the – you know, European colonization that took place there and the you know, history of British involvement in that country. You, you had actually some remnants of free speech and, and liberty still existing there, but they shut it down. They destroyed it. That's over. Anywhere else in China going to pop off anytime soon? You think Wuhan's going to be a hotbed of rebellion anytime soon? No, they have a permanent, closed, technocratic prison system that their whole country runs in. And it, it's working well. And, you know, they've decided, and it's a historical thing with China as well. I mean, uh, Lao Tzu or, or whatever his name is, right? Conf- Confucius, Confucianism, like whatever their their ideological system is there, it's 
it's been designed for a thousand years to bring about total obedience to the state. They have a pyramid structure in their personal lives where it's like, you know, the kids, the women, the father, but the father's always under the state, right? And this is, this is like their religious beliefs, if you can call them that, but it's their, it's their you know, national organization. Everybody knows this. It's not like you know, speculative or anything. This is just the, the historical reality uh, that's brought it out. So it's, it's totally closed. It's not going anywhere anytime soon. And like even a major disaster, I don't know, would really rock it on its heels that much because it's during major disasters that people look to the government for protection. So, you know, I said earlier, like if a, the only way that the Chinese Communist Party goes down, it's not going to be through rebellion or revolution, but maybe if an asteroid struck Beijing and, and decapitated the whole thing, like maybe then you'd have a period of, of turbulence. But I don't even think that would really, you know, make that much of a dent in it. And they've decided that for stability and for whatever reason, you know, they treat homosexuality as a mental illness. They don't participate in any of the diversity stuff that's, that's happening in this country because they, they don't need it because the system is closed because they already have what they need. And the system is amoral. It's just whatever works, right? If they decided that in order to keep the system maintained and, and functional, they needed to do the opposite, flip the switch and promote homosexuality, promote diversity, then they would just do that. It's whatever the system needs, the system gets. And that's it at the end of the day. So, I mean, I, you know, and the same thing with the, with the Jews. You think the, the big banking families that, you know, operate massive, like, you know, immigration schemes and that sort of stuff, you think they give a damn about your Jewish neighbor? You think for a single second they would, you know, take them into consideration? No, they're, they're useful tools for the elites as well. I mean, this is all a struggle of humanity in, in mass, humanity as a you know, universal population versus the deconstructionists and the psychopaths and the power-hungry, uber-elite madmen of all race, colors, and creeds. I feel like I have to, you know, keep explaining that over and over because people honestly have this like binary black and white view of things where if you like look at china and are like oh my god this is this is a big threat to human liberty because they're making inroads all over the world and they're using the economic power that our elites gifted them right it's gonna say we gifted them i didn't gift anything to china but certainly our country has over the last several decades been the engine behind the rise of China's economic power that they've then used to make inroads in Africa and South America and Central America and America and Canada as well. If you look at that and go, man, that's a, that's a big issue. The Chinese government, the Chinese style of governance is not a good thing. It's extremely rife with abuse and exploitation. We don't want that. And it looks like they're getting more and more power and are willing to back that power up militarily well then you get called a jewish shill because you're you're apparently distracting from the jews by focusing on china it's like is that not a threat <laughs> is china not a threat can we not look at that and also recognize that 
people like George Soros are tearing apart this country as well, while also not throwing in everybody that shares a ethnicity with him under the bus. Like it's all sort of nuanced. You can't take a black and white view on all of these things. And if you want to actually awaken the critical mass of humanity necessary to overthrow this newly imposed global system, then everybody of every race, color, and creed needs to understand that you're being targeted. You might be targeted a little bit differently. They might be targeting whites with opioids and you know blacks with crack cocaine or fentanyl, but it's the same outcome at the end of the day. They don't care, so you shouldn't care either. People at the top do not care who you are. They care if you submit to them. And that's, that's, that's the bird's eye view of the situation. And of course, it is all being orchestrated and carried out in the necessary catastrophes that they then use to justify their power grabs are being orchestrated by the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab, who's the understudy of Henry Kissinger, who was a CIA you know, mastermind. I mean, it's a tangled web they weaved, but we can slice right through it if we just stop bickering at each other. Ladies and gentlemen, the truth, the solution is laying right there in front of you, hidden in plain view. Please listen to me in the next 60 seconds. If you go to Wikipedia, it has links to the UN Zone website where they admit the number one cause of cognitive disability in the world is iodine deficiency. The number one preventable cause of intellectual disability is lack of real pure iodine in the body as they bomb us with the bad halogens, bromine, bromide, chlorine, and so much more. Upwards of 2 billion people in a Lancet Medical Journal study in 2007 worldwide have cognitive disabilities because they don't have high quality iodine. Most iodine is bound to other elements, you don't absorb it. We have X3, all three types of the good iodine together that supercharges your body. X3 is now back in stock at InfoWarsTore.com. It's been sold out for over six months for 25% off. X3, back in stock. Take action now. InfoWarsTore.com. I have been in a 28-year marathon battle with a globalist. I have come from nowhere to the very heights of politics, not just in America, but in the world. We are engaging the globalist at point blank range in the information war. But I don't deserve the credit. Yes, I've persevered, but the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason you've had the success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the new world order we've ever had. We are now entering the final mile of the marathon. And that's why today it's more important than ever to realize how important you've been in this fight and to continue in the efforts you've been carrying out and to intensify them. God bless you all. I salute you. I thank you. And I beg you to intensify what you're doing now because we are over the target and history is happening. The fight is my fight. It's your fight. It's our fight. God bless you all. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. This is The American Journal, Infowars.com, band.video. Please go to Infowarsstore.com to support everything that we're doing here. InfoWars, of course, we are on the border covering in real time and showing 
with, so people could see with their own eyes the true scale, scope, and activity of the invasion as American media outlets such as ourselves were blocked from viewing the armed guard escort that the foreign invaders were using to be ferried further into our country in complete violation of every law that's ever been passed on this. Again, I don't know. I mean, how, how do we how do we just end asylum? Can we just end asylum? I mean, if I was in charge, the first thing you do is just go, okay, no more asylum. Nope, not going to happen. Sorry. We have no obligation to have asylum. It's a very nice thing. It's a nice thing to, for us to do. But when it's being taken advantage of, when it's so easy to take advantage of, we can't have it anymore. It's not our fault. It's not like we we don't want to be a safe haven for people that are actually trying to escape tyrannical governments, and actually being persecuted in their homelands. It would be nice to be a safe haven for them. It's a wonderful idea. But when that generosity and goodness is being taken advantage of just by the millions – we have to just stop. We have to just stop because that's what – I mean the only reason you could possibly justify what's being done right now is by claiming that they're all asylum seekers. They're not. They're obviously not. It's just its just absurd. It's just insane. Again, I always use the, the cancer analogy, but it's any sort of charitable thing, right? There's a fund that's there to – you know, if you were for the Ronald McDonald House that's there for families of six children so they can live at or near the hospital while their child is going through extensive chemotherapy, and there's somebody living at the Ronald McDonald House, there's like a family living there, and they don't actually have a sick kid. They're just taking up the room and taking the resources that could be given to actual sick families, and you find out like, wait, you've been living here for three months. We thought your kid was you know, in chemotherapy. We thought – you know, the reason that you're here, the reason you get this gift, the reason that we are providing you this charity is because we feel bad for you because your, your kid has cancer and we want you to be able to be with them while they, you know, go through this process. You don't have to drive 45 minutes every day or, you know, spend money on a hotel bankrupting yourselves just so you can be with your child. But what if you, like, found out that every single room in the Ronald McDonald house was just occupied by some family that – lied about having a sick kid and just enjoyed having a place that they could live rent-free and be taken care of. It's like, okay, there's something about this process that's not working. It's not that you hate, you know, charity. It's not that you don't want families who actually have sick kids to, you know, be able to survive in the society and be able to benefit from the generosity and charity of their fellow citizens. I mean, But if every single room, every single room is being occupied by scam artists, by con men that don't actually have sick kids, you'd have to be like, all right, we're shutting this whole thing down. (laughs) We're shutting this whole thing down. We're going to reformat this. We're going to put in some sort of process so you actually have sick kids and make sure they're the ones that are getting the charity. Not everybody who can, you know, figure out which checkboxes to mark on a on a form. So that's where we are now. That would be the first thing. I don't know why we can't just do that. There is no – we have no obligation to the rest of the world to to be taken advantage of, to be made fools of. We don't, we don't even have an obligation to 
actually have asylum for people who deserve it. it again, it's a nice thing, but how many – what percentage do you think are – would actually under like the – you know, not the letter of the law but the spirit of the law, how many of these people are actually asylum seekers and how many are just from a poor country? How many are just economic migrants? I'd say like less than one-tenth of one percent of the two million people that have crossed. So there should be some threshold for asylum. I mean that's really that's really like the central issue here that nobody wants to touch. Nobody wants to talk about. I, I, and I don't know why. Again, it's like because you get, you get portrayed as some like heartless person that, that doesn't care about these you know poor people. It's like. I care about I care about the ones that are actually being persecuted by their government and that are you know desperate for some relief so they aren't murdered. That's not who we're talking about here. Who we're talking about is people who are pretending to be that to get economic benefit. They're scum. They're not good people. They're not morally upright. They're not deserving of the charity and generosity that they're taking advantage of so cut them off but now it's gotten to the point where as infowars reports 20 homeless veterans have been kicked out of hotels in nubra new york where they had been given temporary shelter in order to make way for illegal immigrants bust north from new york city veterans advocates told local media local media on friday listing outrage from across the political spectrum over the last week, many of our homeless veterans were informed that they had to leave their temporary housing, said Sharon Tony Finch, CEO of the Yerick Israel Tony Foundation. That's what uh, she told Hudson News on Saturday, explaining that the affected veterans were staying in several hotels that were preparing to receive migrants from New York City. Of course, as we pointed out, it's not just you know veterans, it's in many cases, orphanages, right? Foster care homes. Who previously would provide a stable atmosphere, family life for children who had lost everything until a, a better offer came along to house, you know, human trafficked kids who our government is imported. Meanwhile, San Diego Border Patrol arrests Afghan national on FBI's terror watch list, watch list after that terrorist crossed the border illegally. People are getting killed. GOP lawmaker calls for impeachment of DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. It's like that's a bare. It's a bare minimum. It's a bare minimum. Like, hey, you know the guy that you know the guy that works at the sandwich shop downtown uh, murdered five children. I think he should be fired. <laughs> okay, so the guy that has opened our border. To a full-scale invasion of, of millions of people. We should really do the math and, and calculate it down. I sort of just did it in my head, but I, I think um, – I can't remember the, the conclusion I came to. We'll have to, we'll have to do it. But you, know, you have like 10,000, 11,000 a day coming across. Just divide that by 24 hours. Divide that by 60 minutes. Divide that by 60 seconds. Like we, should we just have a bell going off every, what, three seconds? It's like, ding, new American, ding, new American, ding. 
a new house that's not available for American people, a new job taken by somebody that's not American, new position in the hospital or the university, ding, 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 just continuously, continuously. It would drive us crazy. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that because it would be ringing constantly, be a nonstop siren going off. So yeah, maybe you should be impeached. I mean, maybe the guy that did that should be impeached. Maybe the guy committing open treason right in front of our faces uh, should, maybe shouldn't have the, that job anymore. Maybe he shouldn't be the head of the division that is in charge of securing the border. It's a great. It's a gr- that's a great point, GOP lawmaker. G. Why hadn't we thought of that? Again, I mean, this is from the Gateway Pundit, just they just dropped this line in the middle. As many as 85,000 unaccompanied migrant children have disappeared. <laughs> what do we have to do? What do we have to do to get people to care about this? What do we have to do? 85,000 migrant children have been trafficked by our government who no longer has control, oversight, or even awareness of where they are. They just give children to people who do not have ID. They do not have identification to the extent that the airlines or the DHS or TSA has said, yeah, if you don't have an ID, if you have no identification, you can use the card that's given to the child that DHS gave you. That's your identification because it says this child was given to Jose Vasquez. And so you go, oh, yeah, that's me. That's that's my identification. Because I have the kid that says it was given to Jose Vasquez, so now I'm him. Which means they're giving kids to people who don't have ID. Which means they don't know who they're giving kids to. They give children to these people and then say, we're going to call call in and check in in two weeks. And the people never answer the phone. And they never see the kid again. 85,000 kids. What do we have to do? Iodine is naturally acquired through the soil, which is at the foundation of our entire food supply. Modern farming techniques have stripped the soil of this essential trace element, which has caused an iodine deficiency in about half the population. And there are two things we need to do about it. We need to practice more regenerative farming. There are plenty of proven technologies in permaculture and biodynamics that will naturally keep the soil rich with iodine. And we need to ensure that we get the sufficient amount of iodine every day. Derived from ancient sea salts found thousands of feet below the Earth's surface, our InfoWars Life Survival Shield X3 is hands down the best. Pure nascent iodine, stabilized in an activated tri-iodine form for a healthy thyroid and a healthy metabolism. Get yours now at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Five, six, seven million. I mean, how many people has crossed the border since Joe Biden got into office? I don't think it's a question anybody can actually factually answer. Certainly over five million, though, that everyone acknowledges. And apparently all they have to do to, to carry out this invasion 
is have some bald Voldemort-looking half-worm, half-man go up on the Sunday shows and just lie to everyone's faces that the border is secure. <laughs> okay. What? Like, what? But seriously, what? Like, we know the border isn't secure. We we know this this invasion is is happening. I mean, how many is too many? How many will people start to care? 10 million, 20 million. I mean, by the time Biden gets out of office, I mean, there's no sign that this is slowing down in any way. It's only ramping up. So by the time we're two years in, we've had upwards of 6 million. Probably, probably maybe significantly more. So, I mean, we're a population of, of like 350 million. How many is too many? How many, like I would love to ask a liberal, like how many is too many? Because there, it's an inexhaustible supply. Would a billion be too many? Would a hundred million be too many? Where is the limit? Where is the line? In my opinion, the line should be at zero. <laughs> should be zero. There should be nobody coming in without permission. I don't think we really need that many people with permission, to be honest with you. I don't think it's good for America or any other country to have levels of migration that we're experiencing, even in the legal aspect. I mean, I can point to headlines where it's like, a big tech company fires 30,000 Americans, hires 30,000 Indians, H-1B visas. Just like, is that, is that a way for a country to operate? Is that a way for a nation to conduct itself? Why are there not laws against this? I mean, what is the purpose of a national government if it's not there to protect the people of the nation? I mean, they're... It's not they're failing in their most basic responsibilities. It's that they have willfully abdicated them. The function of the government in this context is to provide the corporations that have control of the government with cheap labor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Save save the corporations some money, and hey, you gotta destroy some American towns to do it. You gotta just leave entire swaths of our country in just destitution and hopelessness. To make a couple extra bucks, hey, you got to do it. Hey, the dollar is king, right? Just continuing here, migrant process center in El Paso packed with legal immigrants. Nearly all of them are military-aged males. Title 42, a Trump-era policy that forced migrants seeking asylum to remain in Mexico has expired. Thousands of illegal immigrants passed through the Migrant Processing Center in El Paso, Texas on Friday. There's a max room capacity of about 120, but 750 illegals were packed in there like sardines, nearly all uh, 750 illegals in this one migrant processing center were military-aged males, not a man or child in sight. There have been reports of chickenpox, tuberculosis, and STDs. There have been cases of scabies, measles, COVID, and bedbugs. Take care of your health, officers added. Take care of your health, officers added. All right, I'm going to light you on fire and then be like, you know what's good for that is uh, is cool water. You should put cool water on that. Punch you in the face. 
you need an ice pack for that? You should really take care of yourself. I mean, I'm the one doing this to you, but hey, take care of yourself out there. Stay healthy. By the way, here's somebody with tuberculosis. Take care. Putting the power of conversation into the caller's hands. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Infowarsstore.com is where you go to support everything that we do here. Infowarsstore.com. Fantastic products like Turbo Force Plus, Survival Shield X3. Always something on massive discount there and something for everybody at InfoWarsStore.com. Unless you're the perfect person, unless you're Superman, you can benefit from something at InfoWarsStore.com. Even even Superman, I think, brushes his teeth, right? Even he could get the new charcoal or the well, the charcoal toothpaste that's back in stock now. But whether you trouble going to sleep, trouble waking up, trouble with anxiety, you know, mental health, your physical health. I mean, all of this is deeply intertwined. So go now to InfoWarsStore.com. Just start reading. I mean, there's, there's, you know, information sheets on every one of these products. Even if you don't buy our product, which you, you should because they're the best and they're better prices you can get anywhere else. So if you're going to buy something like nascent iodine, you're going to buy something like fish oil, why get the cheap GMO factory farm version when you can get the purest, highest quality at InfoWarsStore.com. But even if you're just going there for research matters, there's something in your life that can be improved by supplementation. I guarantee it. Go to InfoWarsStore.com today to find out what it can do for you. X3 and and Survival Shield, I mean, that's one of the examples where, like, you don't even know what it's going to do for you until you try it. You don't know what effects, positive effects it will have until you take it. I've had friends tell me this isn't a medical, this isn't a medical, medical advice or anything. I can't guarantee this will happen to you, but I just think it's amazing. My friend started taking nascent iodine, told me he sleeps an hour less a night, an hour less a night. That's, that's a lot of time adding up over the years. If you could sleep an hour less a night and feel just as awake and alert in the morning. So again, I don't know if it's going to do that for you, but you might just be thinking like, yeah, I just, you know, that's just me. I'm just tired all the time. No matter what I do, I'm just tired. Of, well, have you tried supplementation? Have you tried taking some of these supplements? Have you tried combating some of the poison that's been imbued into your very cells by the atmosphere and air and water that you've been consuming all your life? See what happens when you go to InfoWarsStore.com and try one of our Great products. I'm going to open up the phone lines right now. I don't think we have a guest today, do we? So we'll be taking phone calls for the rest of the show. Of course, covering all this uh, news as well. I'll go to a video here in just a second of some of the Biden voters being very angry at what they themselves did. It's very interesting. If you want to call in, the number to dial is 1-877-789-2539, 1-877-789-2539. Give us a call here at the American Journal. So yes, my, my Orcus, who may, may himself be the most dangerous threat to America at this point. I forget a movement, forget like 
communism is the biggest threat or Antifa is the biggest – like Mayorkas might be the biggest threat. Joe Biden might be the big. Like these individuals are single-handedly destroying this entire nation. I shouldn't say single-handedly because they, they do have the support and cooperation of tens of thousands of people, whether they're the lawyers providing the falsification of records so that these people can claim to be asylum seekers or the Border Patrol agents dutifully carrying out their illegal orders to invade this country. They have a lot of help. Mayorkas says he agrees with Joe Biden that white supremacy is the greatest threat of terrorism to the U.S. I have me wants to laugh. Uh, the other, I mean, but like this is deadly serious. And, and of course, you know, look at their own definitions of white supremacy, right? They're like the biggest threat to America is white supremacy. Well, how do we know white supremacy? What is white supremacy? And they're like, well, it's, it's things like thinking white people should exist, right? That's unacceptable. Can't have that thought. Uh, it's things like hard work, pulling yourself up by your bootstraps, being on time. Like, these are the things that they say, right? History, <laughs> accurate history, white supremacist. So these are the things that they want to destroy. These are the things that they have now labeled as white supremacy in order to get everybody on board with destroying the very things that make us a nation in the first place. White supremacist terror. Joe Biden said this at a historical black university this week. We'll play that video in just a little bit, but I I just want to continue with the – with the immigration stuff right now, we'll get to the whole white supremacy thing in just a little bit. El Paso Department of Public Health warns, warns of community outbreaks of chickenpox, tuberculosis, infestations, and STD, STDs due to influx of illegal aliens. Earlier this week, the Gateway Pundit reported that members of the El Paso Police Force warned Republican t- Congressman Tony Gonzalez that there had been multiple incidents of illness among the illegal aliens who have set up camp in downtown El Paso. There have been cases of scabies, measles, COVID, and bed bugs. Take care of your health, officers added. You know, like, what do you say? What do you say? I mean, these people are doing this to us. They're just doing it to us. Like we're under attack. All of America is under attack right now. These are biological weapons. <laughs> it's just insane. It's just insane. There's somebody coming over to your house. You have like kids running around and they just like bring their pit bull and just like take it off the leash. And are like, careful, he bites. <laughs> just like <laughs> – then why did you bring him in here? You say, well, I told you to be careful. I told you that he bites. Okay, but you, you brought him in, you absolute psychopath. CBP officers intercept a bomb at U.S.-Mexico border. Improvised bomb. We now have pictures of it. We covered this last week. It's an IED used may, using an M&M container with electrical tape. Blue and red wires were exposed at the end of the container. Again, how many, how many, 
have we not caught? It's the real question. How many were intelligent enough to maybe save the bomb-making activity until after they crossed the border? We don't know. We'll never know until they go off. Chairman of Homeland Security Committee says Mayorkas has intentionally violated the law and lied to Congress under oath. Again, I mean I've, I've expressed this very fringe opinion for a long time. I think it should be illegal to lie under oath, and that's just me. That's just me. Apparently that's just me because they do it all the time because they don't address Congress without their testimony being replete with lies, falsehoods, and doublespeak. So you know how the Romans dealt with it? <laughs> you know how the Romans dealt with this? Crucifixion? No. Um, they had like tribunes whose uh, bodies were inviolable, meaning that like you could not touch them, you could not fight them, or else you'd be killed. And so they would have the tribunes just go up and grab senators and haul them off. And the senators couldn't do anything about it. Maybe we need something like that. Maybe we just like need to empower like, good people, just like have the, the sacred invulnerability that allows them to just like walk right through the secret service and just or whoever is protecting these people and just grab them and just go, all right, we know you violated the law like a million times. And – because you're protected, because you're surrounded by sycophants that won't ever let you be held to judgment, maybe we just need like to empower one person just like goes in and grabs them and hauls them off and throws them in prison himself. And if you try to fight back against that guy, then you face the death penalty. I mean, maybe we need something like that. Because I'm out of options. I'm out of suggestions. I'm out of options. I'm out of suggestions. People running our country are actively destroying it, and I don't know how many times we can say that. They decided to not perp walking, not put him in handcuffs, not do a mugshot, because they knew that that would help Trump. Didn't they know this would backfire? We were waiting for the mugshot. We learned today they wouldn't have it, so we've made our own. And it says political prisoner with an image of President Trump. The shirt is being printed now in Texas. It'll be shipping out to you in one week. Political prisoner with Trump on the front there in a mugshot jail background. It's a fundraiser shirt. It says Infowars.com on the back of the shirt. We also have Alex Jones for president. No, I'm not running for president. It's a really nice navy blue, high quality shirt, red, white, and blue. Alex Jones for president. 2024, it's a fun conversational piece and a limited edition shirt. Great way to fund the operation. So get your Alex Jones for President and Trump mugshot shirts at InfoWarsStore.com or by calling toll-free 888-253-3139. Our world is so full of hype. We are force-fed dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media, by the controlled churches and the universities. Why is this the case? Because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. So the chemicals that we ingest and, and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. 
It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globalists bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements. Our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, folks, we'll go out to your phone calls in a moment. Just finishing up with the invasion here. It's a misleading... I think this is not intentionally misleading, but can give you the wrong impression. Bill Malugin says illegal crossings in Texas have fallen off a cliff in the last 48 hours since the Title 42 expiration after a peak of 3,300 on the 5th of May in the Rio Grande Valley earlier this week, under 500 in the Rio Grande in the past 24 hours. El Paso's big drop, too. He says it's because of more enforcement from Mexico, Texas blocking entry. I think the important part, migrants going to POEs, in other words, um, points of entry. So again, it's like, like wow, we have, we have a lot less break-in since we started propping the front door open. Yeah, they're just walking in now. It's like there's less crossing. There's more crossing. They're just doing it in single file rather than as a mob, and somehow that's better? Okay. CBP contacts tell me they do not expect this lull to last. They expect numbers to crank back up again, but not to the record-setting levels we saw this week of 10,000-plus per day. Of course, it's just so easy to fix all of this, just unbelievably easy, right? You expel the migrants, you expel the invaders, you tell everybody if you come here, you'll be expelled, but it'll be a painful process to get to that point. You will be imprisoned, you will be tracked, you will be logged in our system. And if you ever try to come back again, the punishment will be, will be harsher And you build the wall or build the digital wall, as I like to say. Use whatever technologies and manpower that we have access to, which is practically infinite to secure our border in the same way that Israel secures its border or Poland secures its border. Nothing unfair about this. Just what countries used to do. Chairman of Homeland Security Committee says Marcus has intentionally violated law and lied to Congress under oath. Mark Green, chairman of the Homeland Security Committee, has blasted – oh, he blasted Alejandro Mayorkas for lying about security of the border and violating the law as record numbers of illegal immigrants crossed the border last week. 83,000 crossings just last week alone, and Mayorkas's assertion that the numbers have dropped. Representative Green noted, what the secretary failed to say is that this week we've seen more crossings than any time, any week in our history. Yes, there was some anticipation, so people started coming across at higher numbers. In fact, record-breaking numbers the first part of the week. But in the latter part of the week, a judge ruled they can't do their plan of just releasing without a court date, which my Secretary Mayorkas has said on the news was a bad idea. With the court ruling that he uh, said he can't do that, the drug cartels have responded, and the numbers have fallen off for a couple of days. But he admitted just moments ago they can't predict the peak. 
adding that CBP said 40% increase is expected with Title 42 gone. That's another 9 million people in two years. They've already let in 5.04 million encounters and 1.5 million gotaways as they've tried to manage border security and not secure our border. Saying his job is to execute the laws, not write them or make them up himself, Green continued, adding that the DHS's head interim final rule to just speed people into the country is an excellent example of them just making up the laws, which we are the ones. We write laws in Congress. He executes the laws, right, as the executive branch. Well, I mean, on paper, yeah. I guess technically that's the way it's supposed to go. But your power has been usurped, and you did nothing to stop it. You have the authority. You, it is your position that should be in charge of this stuff, but you have relinquished it to the executive branch. So do something about it. And, you know, the precedent for this was largely set with COVID as well. I mean, secretaries of states didn't have the right or proper authority to do mail-in ballots. Didn't stop them. See, what's legal is what you can get away with. The power that you have is the power other people give you. So make an example of these people to dissuade anybody else from ever doing it again or admit that our government is not functional anymore and has no right or authority. See, they've broken the social contract. They've broken the contract with the American people. They have. And the American people's response to this, who's to say? Who's to say? People are getting pissed at it. Let's go now to this video from the south shore of Chicago. Clip eight. Now, Texas, of course, receiving the brunt of the migrant impact with just about all of the 83,000 people crossing last week coming into our state. But hey, Chicago is having to take 250 to 500 migrants. They're not handling it well. Let's watch. These resources that have not come to us, now you want to overly compensate for people who never lived here before, and they need to be taken care of first and foremost before anything else happens here. Why would any leader put our black communities already riddled with crime at further risk by placing unvetted non-taxpayers steps away from our our seniors, our children, and our homes we've worked so hard on our own to secure. We are at war, people. Our communities are at war. They are violating our communities, and we asking that we have, we across the country, we asking and we're demanding for office of black America, or whatever you want to call it, to deal with issues like this. Uh, I did get placed on a wait list, but I was told that the immigrants was taking priority. That's a story that a lot of people don't know, and it just, it hurt me. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I understand we need to be humanitarian, but these people are that my participant 
are third and fourth generation Chicagoan, born, bred, fed, and raised here. My grandmother, May Rutherford Carrington, rest in peace, always said, Craig, charity starts at home first, and then it go abroad. Politically, having over 500 people in our community would completely wipe out any interest we have. Many of these migrants have been dumped in our neighborhoods without a plan in place to monitor and house them long term. I'm not yeah. selling nothing. And yep. I keep telling people, watch that big you don't have to move. Coming to if you down. sell, they're going to come in. If yep. we don't sell, we got to stand strong That neighborhood voted 97% for Joe Biden. 97%. So th- this is what's so, so frustrating to me. Yes, you're exactly right. All of the people talking that you're exactly right. So what are you doing? What do you do? What do you you vote for the same people over and over who are destroying your country? You call Donald Trump racist for saying exactly what you just said. We want to protect the people that are in our country. Why are we prioritizing foreigners? It makes no sense. It's not good for anybody. Ladies and gentlemen, the truth The solution is laying right there in front of you, hidden in plain view. Please listen to me in the next 60 seconds. If you go to Wikipedia, it has links to the UN Zone website where they admit the number one cause of cognitive disability in the world is iodine deficiency. The number one preventable cause of intellectual disability is lack of real pure iodine in the body as they bomb us with the bad halogens, bromine, bromide, chlorine, and so much more. Upwards of 2 billion people in a Lancet Medical Journal study in 2007 worldwide have cognitive disabilities because they don't have high quality iodine. Most iodine is bound to other elements, you don't absorb it. We have X3, all three types of the good iodine together that supercharges your body. X3 is now back in stock at InfoWarsTore.com. It's being sold out for over six months for 25% off. X3, back in stock. Take action now. InfoWarsTore.com. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. We'll go out to your phone calls. Now, I really don't... uh, Like, I'm I'm used to having people, like, say stupid stuff to me on on Twitter, social media, or whatever. There's only one thing I don't stand for, and that's being in any way called a shill of any sort. It's just, you know, I put myself out there too much. I put too much on the line to let people slander me like that. But, man... It's, it, I don't know, people's ability to spot shills is just pathetic, honestly. <laughs> it really is pathetic. <laughs> uh, InfoWars really is like the litmus test. Alex Jones really is the litmus test. Because, especially from the lawsuits, I mean, good lord, everything is public at this point. They have everything 
about InfoWars? Everything. And there's not even an iota of evidence that we're controlled in the slightest way at all anywhere. All of our communications, all of our financial documents, all of everything you could possibly need to figure out what a company's all about. Because of the lawsuits. I mean, they they forced us to open these things up to them. Thinking there was something hidden. Sure, there was something hidden deep in the in the documents, files, organization, you know, coordination with outside group. It doesn't exist. It does not exist. So, like, if you can't tell that InfoWars is a real deal, if you can't tell Alex Jones or Owen Schroyer or Harrison Smith are the real deal, then you're perception is altered your perception is warped it's off it's weird it's weird because it's just like i don't know i i mean i get there is no way to like even combat the claims because like obviously a shill would say they're not a shill obviously somebody who's compromised would not say that they're compromised like so I, i can't just sit up here and be like no trust me i'm not i get it but it's just like all of this because I, I posted on Twitter that I, I just don't – I don't think Patriot Front is a Fed operation. I just don't. I just log on Twitter and I see a Patriot Front video and literally every comment is like, nice try, Feds. Nice try. <laughs> we're not, we're not going to fall for your scam and support a group that is apparently nonviolent and protesting without issue. Like what? So I think one of the things, I mean, if we're going to decouple some of this and delve into the nuance, I think a lot of people probably are just uncomfortable with the fact that, you know, these guys dress in uniform and cover their faces, right? Like those two things, like even though they're probably trying to protect their identities, whether it's for good intentions or not, right? They they don't want to be targeted. They don't want to be harassed by leftists or Yeah, that's the thing. Well, that's that's the thing about these guys is every— it's like every point about them is a point in both uh, columns, right? It's sure, like, sure, sure, sure. But the, the, don't you see that how how you know their choice to mask up, right, uh, puts them in a place where you know they could be nonviolent all day. There are so many protests that that take place that are nonviolent where people don't have to mask up, right? Right. So no, I get, I I, I get it. I get it. People don't like the masks, and they also are confused why there's no fatties. These are, these are the two big – and the, the uniforms, I guess, for the masks are a part of that. But it's like look at the legal atmosphere right now. I mean I, I can show you thread after thread of people even though they wear masks, doxing these people, going after like their families and stuff. Like I don't know. It, it makes sense to me that you'd want to wear – I mean even the – I mean the Groypers are super paranoid about – like pictures of them going out. Like if you ever go to one of their events, it's like do not take pictures, do not post anything from here because these are people with families and jobs whose lives could be ruined because of the ADL, you know, finding their image and finding their Facebook and and targeting them. So it's like the mask makes – I mean I'm not going to do it. I, I think the whole thing is kind of cringy and probably counterproductive to like what they say they want to accomplish. Like I don't – you know – I don't really get what they're all about, honestly, but but I don't know. But but the, the point of this was like I, you know, 
it's just my interpretation. I'm just like, I don't see the hallmarks of, of Fed stuff here. We know what Fed infiltration looks like. We've seen it. We saw them infiltrate the Oath Keepers. We saw them infiltrate Proud Boys. We saw them frame people for trying to kidnap the, the governor. We have the reports about them sending in undercover agents to Catholic ch- churches to try to find extremists in there. Like we know how they operate. I, do, I just don't see the hallmarks of it with Patriot Front. It's just my interpretation. So, you know, on Saturday or whatever, I'm literally just like, I don't even know what I was doing. Probably just like, you know, building blocks with my son or whatever. And I like check on my phone. It's like every single person being like, feds, 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 feds. And I'm just like, yeah, I just don't think that they're feds. And then the responses are just like, oh, it looks like the, looks like we saw through the psyop and now they sent their shills out to do cover up. And it's just like, who do you think is giving me order? Who do you think? How would I been it? Like what? What? It's just weird. And it's like I get – again, I get that like you aren't with me. To, I mean, maybe I just need to stream my life 24 hours a day and then all the mystery would be gone. You'd see how boring I really am. But you know, maybe then you'd at least understand that like I just, I just say what I believe. Literally no – even InfoWars doesn't tell – probably most people at InfoWars disagree with me about Patriot Front. I'm probably one of the only ones who like – I just don't think they're – sorry. I just don't think they're feds. I just don't see it. I guarantee you the feds are desperately trying and maybe have succeeded infiltrating them. They are definitely number one on the fed watch list. But I don't see the coordination taking place with the media where they have these big like media outlets. Like if you search CNN for Patriot Front, I don't think CNN's ever talked about them. That was a post I've seen yesterday. Like that's not the way that the media and, and establishment works. They, they, have, they do all this coordinated and they create you know, these fear like propaganda campaigns – in a sophisticated way. Anyway, I just don't see it. And it's just, it's just very annoying to like be targeted endlessly by the establishment and then having the anti-establishment people with no evidence and no even reason to believe it call you a shill. And uh, it's incredibly frustrating. All this to say, the only, literally the only people i have to worry about is you is the audience if you don't like what i'm saying uh, then you won't support us and uh it's as simple as that it's literally as simple as that so again even if you disagree with me about patreon i'm sure a lot of you i guarantee you most of you do uh maybe at least maybe you appreciate the fact that i don't care. I don't care. I don't care about what other people think. I just say what I believe. I just say what I think to be true, regardless of what anybody else has to say. And so you know that I'm going to be real with you, even if I think my belief is, is going to be contrary to yours. I'm not about to lie to you ever. With that, let's go to the phone calls. Christian in New Jersey. I want to talk about the economy. Thanks for calling in. Christian, you're on the air. Harrison, how are you? Good, thank you. Nice to see you're back, man. I watch your show every morning. The uh, last few weeks, uh, I've been on a little hiatus due to work. But uh, it's, uh, every time I'm at work, enjoy listening to you guys, especially you in the morning. Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm what, just calling in for us? because, well, you know, the economy is definitely taking a hit for uh, better, for actually for worse, you know, more for the better. You know, COVID, for example, for me and my line of work, 
I work in the delivery business for FedEx. Prior to that, you were to work for UPS. Uh, it's really getting real rough out there. Uh, you know, I started seeing a lot of, you know, uh, contractors who own areas already downsizing in uh, the amount of employees they have. In order Interesting. To make- uh, we'll, we'll, we'll finish this up on the other side. Stay on the line, Christian. We'll come back to you and go out to the rest of your phone calls for the rest of this segment and the rest of the show. Stay with us. Infowarsstore.com. We return on the other side of this break. I'm a humble person, and I want to say that I'm just a man, but I'm not just a man. Just like you, no matter what color you are, whether you're a man or a woman, you were made by the creator of the universe who had a plan for you, who has a destiny for you. That's why the system hates you and fears you, and that's why they hate me. It's because the spirit I carry is one of justice and truth and courage and honor and will and love. My friends, the enemy's coming after me. Not because I'm a loser, but because I'm a winner. They're coming after you, not because you're a bad person, because you're a good person. Because you love God and God loves you. And so I signed up for this. I signed up for this fight. And I'm not a victim. I'm an overcomer. But I can't fight this fight without you. That's why I want you to always remember that I appreciate you and I thank you. Because InfoWars is your fight. InfoWars is your baby. It's the thing you built. We did this together. So God bless you all. Let's keep fighting. Please give me one minute of your time. Please write this down and please go look this up. It will change your life. The UN admits and the Lancet Medical Journal admits that upwards of 2 billion people have mental disabilities and declining cognitive abilities. The term they use is intellectual disability because of lack of iodine. Most iodine in the environment is bound to other elements so your body can't absorb it. Only pure iodine can really be absorbed right into the cells. And InfoWarsStore.com has the only iodine out there that actually has this type of full effect. Ladies and gentlemen, X3 has been sold out for six months. It's very hard to produce, and it's finally back in stock. In fact, I was just taking some before I shot this ad. This, ladies and gentlemen, is powerful. You and your family need it. It's 25% off back in stock. X3, try iodine exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com. Take action now, but regardless, research this info. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. Uh, out to your phone calls once again. Christian in New Jersey. You're saying that as a uh, truck driver, I mean, I imagine that, or a delivery driver, I imagine that business exploded during COVID because everybody was ordering everything online. Amazon, uh, you know, massively <laughs> expanding. But since then, and with the reopening of the economy, that particular part of the economy has, has shrunk. Is that what you're saying? That is correct. Yeah. Um, in the shipping uh, for FedEx and UPS, because I do have friends that work at UPS, but still, it's a big difference in what we have seen. And obviously, the ordering online was a lot more massive, but yet you do have a lot of people only buying more necessities than extra luxuries now. Mm. And the tough about that is, you know, there's a lot of drivers out there losing their job because, you know, contractors... You know, especially for FedEx, is different than UPS. So contractors that hire more guys than they need now 
are letting guys go. UPS, you know, a lot of people are retiring right now um, just because how they're structuring everything where we're, you know, in a smaller area, you probably deliver more. Now you need a larger area to deliver just about the equal amount that you were doing, you know, a year ago. It's, so it know, makes everything more complicated. Yeah. yeah. And, and of course, I, I'm sure a huge chunk of that is going directly to Amazon, who's like vertically integrating everything. And uh, I'll tell you, maybe, maybe would be my, would be on the bottom of my list of jobs I would want would be an Amazon driver. I don't know if you've ever seen the surveillance that they're under, but they have like a camera in the van that like watches them constantly and like, it, like like in the warehouse, right, where they put bracelets on them to make sure that, like, their hands are always moving to move the products. And if they, like, scratch their butt, it's, like, puts out an alarm being like, you are not working for 30 seconds. You are stealing money from Amazon. And, like, uh, the drivers are exactly as, as you know, surveilled as that. And, uh, like, literally their every second is documented and controlled and then weighed against them. And, uh, yeah, you might as well just have robots at that point. Like you're putting humans in place, but then you're telling them exactly what to do and when to do it and depriving them of being able to make any choices or even make mistakes. It's, uh, they want to make the, yeah, documents show Amazon is aware drivers pee in bottles and even defecate en route despite company denial. Like they're, because if they stop to go to the restroom, the computer logs it and like deducts it from their pay. It's just the most inhuman thing ever and uh you know it would just be nice to have corporations that like were human beings but um treated us like human beings but we're moving away from that thank you so much for the call christian i do want to get to a a lot of calls today and i've been rambling a lot so it's my fault my apologies but let's go to andrew in new jersey the election in thailand i only briefly read about it andrew maybe you can tell us a little bit more you say your your wife who is of thai descent is very excited i understand that the elections went away from the what they call the military party which i guess would be more closely aligned with the chinese model and more towards the american supported candidate uh, but w- what do you know about this andrew in new jersey i think um i learned more from you in a few seconds <laughs> when you introed it because with my wife to tell you the truth she was real happy but i couldn't understand it wasn't her accent. I pretty much understand her, but why? <laughs> I would hope you understand was, your wife's accent. I would hope yeah. you do that. Usually. And she was saying that um, this is the first government that is recon- that the previous government wasn't recognized and that it was a coup. She was saying coup, but she meant coup. So uh, we were actually there when there was a military coup. And I thought the liberals would use that to say January 6th. <laughs> but uh, mm. it was funny because... The coup that happened here in America, it was Biden and Obama. The administration was saying that the people are against that in Thailand, but that wasn't true. I was there. The people supported it because the military was just taken over to transfer power because Mm. the one group didn't want to give up power. So the people supported it. And it was cool. My father-in-law was a high-up police officer, so he... um, you know, there were a road check, so we were, like, waved through the road check. And we also went to that cave where the soccer team was rescued, and they let us in the mouth of the cave where others, they didn't because it was off limits to mm-hmm. go in. But Well, you know, that, that's, you know the, the, but, mil- <laughs> the military holds that function in a lot of countries. I mean, that, that was the idea behind um, the Turkish military as well. It was like a check to make sure that 
like Islamist mm-hmm. groups weren't, weren't able to take over. It was like – I mean the military fills that function in a lot of places. I, I wonder if this has anything to do with or has any connection with the like Thai princess. Like Th- Thailand still has a royal family and the princess was like injured by the vaccine. So there's a lot of pushback about Maybe. that. Thailand's an, an interesting, interesting place. Here's the. I, I do want to get to some other um, calls here, but the headline from Reuters: Thailand opposition crushes military party in election route. It was a company called uh, a party called Move Forward uh, that came close to a sweep of the capital, Bangkok. No alliances with dictator packed backed parties. Military parties down but not out. Uh, they secured a stunning election win on Sunday after trouncing parties aligned with the military, setting the stage for a flurry of deal-making over foring, forming a government in a bid to end nearly a decade of conservative army-backed rule. So interesting stuff happening in Thailand. With that, we go to Peter in Florida. You want to talk about oath breakers. Thanks for calling in. Peter, you're on the air. Peter, are you there? All right, let's go to uh, Jamie in North Carolina talking about Title 42. Uh, go ahead, Jamie in North Carolina. You're on the air. Nobody's here. Where'd everybody go? <laughs> hey, can you hear me? All right, I hear you now, Jamie. Harrison. Go ahead. Hey, Harrison, there's no comparison. Smith, what's going on, brother? <laughs> I'm doing well. Thank you. I like that. Awesome, awesome. Listen, I uh, just wanted to talk about the Title 42 and it. Owen brought it up a little bit over the weekend where he, where he's kind of going back and actually exposing the fact that uh, it was not being imposed. And, and I kind of compare it or compare it to the, uh, the VAERS report when they tell us, you know, that, you know, 150,000 people have died. You know, we know it's more like uh, probably 10 million. Mm-hmm. Um, so when they tell us, you know, 6 million people have crossed the borders, it's likely more like 30 million Um or something like that. This this extreme, uh, you know, just extreme differences between you know what we're told and what the truth really is. Right. Um, no, no one enforced forty two since Biden's been in office, and it was it was hard to enforce when Trump was in there. You know, you remember AOC mm-hmm. crying at the gates. You know, they, they were letting tons of people in. These, these facilities were built during the Obama administration. Uh, you know, just a just a cover or hide, you know, this, this invasion. Yeah. You know, uh, you're, you're right. I, I mean, obviously since Biden's been in office, I mean, it's been open door policy. It's been millions yeah. of people crossing the border. So it's yeah. almost like title 42. It's not even that it being used is what was stopping people. It's that like the threat of it being used, were stopping people. And so right. people weren't coming thinking they might be, be, uh, expelled, but now that there's just no possibility that they're going to be expelled, they're willing to you know risk coming across. So yeah, you're right. I mean, Title 42. I really don't even understand how it's that big of a deal when it's yeah. like not being enforced anyway. It makes no sense. Mm-hmm. But it kept the media away. It seemed like uh, you know this is some kind of oh well, Title 42 is putting these people, sending them back to Mexico. <laughs> well, Mexico's population was. Uh, you know, more than doubled. Right. Uh, it, it doesn't make any sense. Where Where did these people work in the meantime? Where, you know, where were they staying? Why Why wasn't the uh, Mexican government doing anything about it? Well, they were. They were just letting them right through. Um, you remember, you guys covered it two and a half years ago um, or, or so when when we were finding these buses and, and planes coming in in the middle of the night. You know, these things were going on. I was looking for a job 
just the other uh, last week or so before Title 42 was long gone. And I and in Charlotte, North Carolina, they offered a job to to get unaccompanied minors at the airport. They were going to hire you to uh, to make sure that these unaccompanied minors made it from the bus to the plane. Uh, you know, paying Americans or, or bilingual, you know, uh, citizens to to ensure that these young people who had no uh, no adult supervision were able to get to wherever they were sending them. That's my own. That's you know, so I don't crazy. know if it's happening here. It's, it's likely happening in every city with a big airport. You know, and they're and they're yeah. actually facilitating this. And we get the uh, and we get the whistleblowers, and we get the video showing it, and we get the testimony on Capitol Hill talking about the human trafficking right. taking place. We have the official numbers that nobody even disputes of eighty five thousand kids that were in our possession. Yeah. We gave them away, and yeah. now I can't find and nothing's done and nothing's done about it. It's it's beyond absurd. Jamie, you're right. We have been covering this for years at this point, and it's only gotten worse. We'll be back with the third hour of American Journal. More of your phone calls, more headlines on the other side. Do not go anywhere. Infowarsstore.com. Support us. I talk a lot about the great successes Infowars has had. I don't think anybody can deny it. And it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us. But when we talk about the crew at InfoWars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers, they really have been the MVPs in this fight. And when we look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week, it's really just incredible. So for myself and the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. I only encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us, and that's wonderful. Keep doing it. But most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com, and you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life, while at the same time keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to InfoWarsStore.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now.